0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Okay. Welcome
2: to The Balance. It is Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there tomorrow, obviously being the actual Father's Day. And, you know, I I wish that I could say happy Father's Day to my father. But, you know, uh, so grab a hold of your father and, and hold him around the neck and give him a nookie. Just tell him you love him. Um, that'll go a long way, I'm sure. So welcome to the balance. It is Father's Day weekend. My name is Tom Marquis. You know me as El Presidente. I am your fearless leader on loan from God. Uh, over the next hour or so, I'm going to be uh, walking you through some racing and some sports as well. And, you know, a good day for you guys to call in. 917 is our digits because uh, uh, we're running kind of light today. We're running kind of light today. NASCAR's off for the weekend. Uh, they'll be back next weekend in Nashville. Uh, so, uh, IndyCar though they're <clears throat> they're up at in, in Wisconsin at Road America. We're going to be joined by Tony Donahue here in just a, a, a few moments as we start off with Tony Donahue of the Tony D Podcast and the Fan Place. He'll be breaking down the Socino Grand Prix in Elkhart Lake. Uh, Wisconsin, which is a fantastic track. I've been there a couple times myself. It's probably one of the best road courses in America. Uh, certainly a fan favorite, a, a favorite of the teams, a favorite of the driver. Uh, new surface track, so we're going to see some good speeds and high speeds. We'll see what's going on there as well. And then myself will, will take a solo run uh, or a, a hot lap, if you will, uh, And we'll, before we wrap it up and put a bowl on it. My name's Saul Marcus El Presidente, Stick around, it's about to get good.
0: The Air National Guard, Guarding America, Defending Freedom.
3: I, got, I, got,
2: I, got. I can't believe it. i been playing 4-on-4 four four with a barbershop quartet.
3: <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Pass
2: the ball,
3: ba, ba. Pass the rod. We're open, ba, ba, ba. just pass the
2: ball. Nah, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Yeah. Shoot. Shooter Jay. Shooter Jay. 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 <laughs> Believe it, Geico
1: could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
3: For more unbelievable
2: Geico than- Morning Face. You get is when you don't sleep well. This is what happened to Linda. Morning,
1: Good morning. guys. Good morning. Ah, what is ah, that thing? It's me, Linda.
2: Oh my god,
3: it talks! no, it's me, Linda from HR! It looks hungry! Save the children! Save them! Stay back! I've got maids! Oh! they are my eyes? We're moving!
2: It's called beauty sleep for a reason. And there's never been a better time to get some.
0: Get 20% off IKEA Sultan mattresses. IKEA, love your home.
1: Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, hey. seen on the board, do you guys have Black Rifle coffee here? No, I'm sorry. We only carry good small batch coffee here. No. Well, it is great small batch coffee. Well, that really can't be unless it's fresh roasted, so... I don't, I don't, you know, oh, Well, it is fresh roasted. I don't, I don't think you know what that means. You know what this is? This is Masa Le Pique, which of course, in the Indonesian... Like, oh, let me finish. You know what? Actually, I'm I'm just going to order it. They make it fresh and okay. roasted. Right. Black rifle coffee. It's good. I
0: never get lonely. I got these goals to keep me company. I took the rear
2: view off, this it so forward, so I only see in front of me. Now the past is out of sight and out of mind. Swore I'd change, now I'm back chasing these white lines. I'm just a long
1: head son of a
2: sinner. And welcome back to The Balance. Joining us now is... in uh, Tony Donahue, we were able to catch up with him yesterday afternoon, which is Friday afternoon, uh, to talk a little bit about NASCAR. Tony Donahue of the Tony D Podcast. And I want to get this right, Tony, because we haven't really talked about it. So I want to make sure I get a plate. I got it right here. Hold on. You tell me. Uh, the Fan Place app. Tell me about that. I know I've, I'm on it, but we've not really talked about it much on the show, so I thought we'd give you a – a few moments here to tell us a little bit about what it is, how can people get involved with it and, you know, what makes it so cool.
3: Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, it is a, a fun local sports prediction app uh, here in Indy that a friend of mine created. They brought me on as uh, one of the marketing directors to promote it. Um, you can go on and, and, and play free sports predictions from, you know, the U S open going on right now is we're about to talk about. We have an IndyCar contest that, uh, the winner gets a, a free shirt to the shop up in Broad Ripple. Um, it's just super cool. It's kind of an alternative to gambling. Um, I think it's a great brand, and it's something that I knew I could get behind immediately. Um, so if you want to download, check it out. Thefansplace.com has you, uh, and you can uh, we we reward you for going into local bars and restaurants and and playing in our predictor games, and you can play them from your couch or you can play them when you're out and about watching games. So um, it's a lot of fun. And then we, uh, you know, we reward you with tokens and, and allow you to uh, cash those in for, for awesome prizes, whether it's cash or swag or discounts at um, some great places here in Indy. So uh, it's been a lot of fun to grow it. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens uh, when we get to the NFL season. Because I know, as you know, that's, that's, that's the most popular time.
2: That's right. And, you know, I get notifications all the time. Like I just got one here, the pick for the Friday Yankees, at Red Sox game who will win. I just simply go on there make a pick and um, I'm going to go with the Red Sox or I well, actually, it's the pitcher. Sorry. So, uh, and then hit Smith it's that easy and I'm in. So good. Yeah, I know it, it's super so.
3: easy to use It's a, the user friendly uh-huh. app. Uh, we have a lot of fun with it and, um, you know, if, if, if the IndyCar questions are too hard, you can blame me because I come up with all those.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, speaking of IndyCar, obviously uh, moving past Detroit on up to the Road of America, which I've been to that course a couple times. It's a great course. Uh, it's kind of a challenging course. Obviously, it's, a, uh, it's used for a lot of different things. But, but uh, maybe let us know a little bit about what Road of America is. Why is it so cool? What makes it a, a very special course uh, to race uh, at? with IndyCar. Yeah.
3: Hey, shout out to myself because I'm probably listening to this live uh, as it goes, even though, like you said, we recorded it on Friday afternoon. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it is a huge course, over four miles out in the middle of, of nowhere, basically, in, in, in Wisconsin. Uh, what the key for this weekend is going to be is speed. It's going to be speed, speed, speed. We're going to see record-breaking pace uh, in practice. We did on Friday. We will in qualifying later today. Uh, that's because of the repave. They've repaved this entire racetrack it's the first time in over a decade. Um, it is fast. There are sweeping corners. You've got the carousel, uh, elevation changes. Uh, you won't find a driver um, in any series that has ran this. I know Xfinity Series has run here before as well. IndyCar, IndyNext. Uh, that race comes up tomorrow. You won't find a driver anywhere that says that they don't like this track. It is super fun. Um, they call it America's National Park of Speed. Um, it is scenic. It is so much fun. I love it. Uh, it's one of my favorite tracks to go to uh, every year, and I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to check it out again. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the name of the game this weekend is going to be Speed. And then you got to talk about, you know, two guys that have just been super hot lately, uh, and that's the teammate the Chip Ganassi Racing and Alex Peloz. And Marcus Erickson. Um, I think Pillow has five straight, if not mistaken, five straight top eight finishes. Marcus Erickson hasn't finished outside of the top ten this year. Uh, those guys have been the class of the field. Pillow, as we know, um, with, 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 with the two wins on the season, uh, Marcus Erickson led off the year with the win down at State Pete. So, uh, if anybody, and it's a pretty hefty lead right now for Alex Pelo in the championship, can somebody like Marcus Erickson? or somebody like Joseph Newgarden get hot and catch him, uh, that obviously starts this weekend.
2: Well, you mentioned Alex Palo. He's already in the middle of this funny season. I mean, he's due to be leaving Chip uh, Canasty Racing and headed over to uh, McLaren uh, at, the, at the beginning of next year. Am I correct on that?
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's still the talk. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, obviously the drama that kind of went down right around this time last year coming out of Detroit, we learned. Uh, you know, somebody said that uh, he was already gone. Somebody said, and it was, you know, it was he said, she said, and we didn't really hear much from Pillow. <laughs> we didn't really hear much from Chip. Uh, you know, I, I still think there's a small chance that Pillow uh, and Ganassi maybe do come to terms. Maybe Chip says, look, if, you you know, you just wanted the championship, how much money is it going to take for you to stay here? You know, you qualified on the pole at Indy. You won the Grand Prix. If he wins the second championship for Ganassi, I think Chip's going to have a little bit to say about that, whether, he, you know, if it is a deal that he just wants to go to McLaren because of the F1 connections and possibly getting a chance to go to Formula One, well, then Chip's not going to be able to match that. But if it's a money situation, uh, you know, I, I think Chip, if, if he can re-sign Erickson and then have some of that sponsorship money back that Husky Chocolate brings, uh, man, I don't know. I still think there's a slight chance that Pillow could stay with Ganassi. Uh, but if, but if, it's, if Pillow does... Want to eventually get those Formula One tests that he's already gotten, and possibly have a chance to get the Formula One? Um, then yeah, he's going to be gone to McLaren.
2: Well, certainly a great race for Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the the fathers uh, out there. of uh, tomorrow Sunday being, uh, well tomorrow Sunday for the day the, the, the there being Father's Day. Uh, but certainly all fathers. Tom, are you dad? Tom, are
3: you a dad? I am.
2: I am a dad. I am a dad. I have well, uh, two grown children. Uh, my son's in the Marines, he's thirty years, 33 years old, sorry, and I have a granddaughter and a grandson with him. And then I have a daughter in Jackson, Missouri, who is 30, and I have a grandson with him.
3: Her. Yeah. Well, so. happy Father's Day to you, happy Father's Day to your son, and we thank him for what he does for this country. Um, yeah, I'm 34, no kids yet. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, happy Father's Day to my dad and everybody else out there listening. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Well, it's going to be going to be a great uh, weekend for, and, and of course the uh, NASCAR is off the circuit. But let's talk a little bit. Let's go through the stables a little bit. Let's catch up on our Indianapolis 500 winner Joseph Newgarden and the uh, hangover, if you will, uh, from the Indy 500. They, I, I think he he's satisfied with how he how he did in Detroit. Uh, he's a great road course racer, so this should be a good a good race for him to watch. We always like it. Uh, stay uh, stay up to date with what's going on with the Indy uh, Indy 500 champion. This year is his first
3: time win. Uh,
2: Joseph Newgarden. Catch us up on Joseph Newgarden.
3: Yeah, you know you mentioned it. The hangover. Um, this happens every year. It seems like it takes a month or two to kind of recover from winning that 500. I think you know, obviously with a different course in Detroit this year, but you know, in the past, most of the most of the Indianapolis 500 winners have a hard time even you know. Scratching the surface of a top five the next week out, it's it's so tough. And you remember those Detroit races used to be double headers, um, so that that hangover certainly does linger. Um, you know, he's still right there in the championship. If he wins on Sunday tomorrow, um, he would be he would tie. I think Emerson Fittipaldi, Michael, and Mario Andretti for the most wins at Road America uh, with his third win. He um, obviously, as we talked about. Um, winning his first Indianapolis 500, that kind of makes the season. But you, you do have to take a step back and say, all right, that's out of the way. That was awesome. We love that we did that. But now we got to focus forward uh, and, and try to win this championship. He won here last year. Um, he will be fast coming up later today in qualifying. Um, but what we're going to see in qualifying later today is just the margin. Um, Graham Rahal and I were talking, even before May, before everything went down with him, Just how slim the margin is in IndyCar. Everybody's on top of it. Everybody's so close. Everybody's, um, you know, inches away. Um, You know, we're talking hundreds of a second that makes you qualify 18th or get you into that top 12 and then advance you to the top six. It's just so close, Tom. It's just so incredibly close. And lately, we've kind of seen that. I mean, at Detroit, I think from first down to like 14th in qualifying was all separated uh, just a few Few tenths of a second, and it's that's really how close it is. And we're going to see uh with these high speeds that we're about to find out over the next couple oh, yeah. of hours at, at Road America how damn close this really actually is going to be. Because uh, the margin of error of error in IndyCar is is slim to none right now. And you know, Graham Rahal told me this. He said, "Look, when I came in, you know, there was there were three or four guys you knew. Okay, this guy's got a really good chance to win this weekend. Mm-hmm. Now it was IndyCar." It's literally 10, 12, 15, 15 drivers that have a chance week in and week out, especially on a road course, especially on a road course like Road America, where uh, sometimes it stays super green. Um, you don't see a lot of yellow flags, it's such a long, spread out race that um, some of the fuel mileage and the fuel strategy comes comes to mind. So, uh, you know, just because Joseph had a bad run at Detroit, I think he can bounce back this weekend at Road America. But it is—I just showed you how close this field is.
2: Well, absolutely. And, you know, with the, with the new surface that they've got up there, 55 laps, 220 miles, it's going to be a calamity, maybe. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm interested to see how, how it plays out. There have been five different winners in seven IndyCar series uh, to start the, the the season, Marcus Erickson out with St. Pete, Joseph New at, at, at Texas Motor Speedway, and the Indianapolis Fire Hunter, Car Kirk, Kirkwood at Long Beach. Great win for him out there. Scott McLaughlin and Alex Pelot. In that, those group of drivers, do you see any of them get, a, get another win, or are we going to see somebody else with another uh, first win of the season?
3: You know, Alex Pillow is certainly a guy that is going to be up towards the front. You remember last year, I think he was in the first five laps, might have been even the first lap, but he made contact with his teammate Marcus Erickson, and that, that knocked him out of the race. So he's obviously hungry. Ganassi's been good here. If you remember Felix Rosenquist, his only career IndyCar win came in that 2020 Uh, COVID season when they ran a doubleheader up there. Remember, Scott Dixon dominated on Saturday. Then Felix Rosenquist won the race on Sunday. Um, You know, Scott McLaughlin has been really good on the natural road courses. Um, He was obviously leading and had a chance to win when they were in St. Pete before him and Grosjean made contact. Um, Speaking of Grosjean, man, I'm really interested to see what Andretti Autosport can do. Kyle Kirkwood has the win. Grosjean has more more times than not this year, brought the car back uh, not in one piece, and that has been a struggle. Colton Herta, who as we know is one of the top one of the one of the top paid IndyCar drivers in the series right now, and he just hasn't had the results to show it. So, um, you know, we we know that Connor Daly got got the boot um, late last week. I think you and I talked about that last weekend, if not mistaken. Um, and yeah. there's a lot of drivers right now that, you know, it's, hey, can you do it for me? Can you get it done? Or do we need to move on and find somebody else? And that kind of silly season really starts uh, this weekend at Road America.
2: Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, you know, we've got some other drivers to keep our eye on. Scott Dixon, Will Power, Alexander Rossi, and Felix uh, Rosencroft all do well up there at the Road America. comes at uh, 7.30, uh, I mean 7.30, 12.30 uh, Central Time up there in Elk Park, Wisconsin,
3: I believe, is what it
2: is. Can you see how that goes? Yeah. Uh, What's that?
3: Yeah, no, it's going to be a great race. Rossi's a guy, too, as you mentioned, who's, who's going to be super fast. Rossi's a guy that has ran well there. He obviously won there back in his Android Autosport days. Um, like I said, I mean, it just, it just goes back to the competition level and, and so many different drivers um, having an opportunity um to to win this race and i think that we're going to see that um coming up later on in qualifying they just just how slim that margin of error can be
2: well let's uh, real quickly by why we still got you here well, let's talk a little bit about the u.s open it, for the first time in a, a long time many many years that it's been at the los angeles uh golf club uh, i mean country club so sorry Um, Man, we've got a lot of people to keep our eyes on and open and follow. Uh, Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, all to name a few. Uh, Give us your take on the U.S. Open. Uh, A big major coming up after the Canadian Open. Last week, a huge, huge win. 170, I mean, was it 72 feet? I can't remember what, but it was certainly a record. And it was the first time a Canadian had won in a long time as well. So let's talk about the U.S. Open What's going on there? Who's your official pick, by the way, to uh, to win the U.S.
3: Open? Well, as I've mentioned on, on your on your show a few times, my favorite golfer is Xander Shoffley, who obviously at the end of the day on Thursday uh, was tied at top of the leaderboard, uh, battling Ricky Fowler. Xander always chokes, so um, he'll end up falling down the next couple of of hours, which is which is a damn shame. Um, I'll tell you somebody who I think is coming on strong that that really might have a chance, um, you know, and, and, and Ricky Fowler is right there as we talked about, but don't count out Tony Finau. He had a great Friday afternoon. Uh, he's been on the charge. He is a great golfer. Um, he could be there. He's coming off some major injuries, so you hope that he can just last um, throughout the weekend. Uh, but 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 certainly want to see what Tony Finau can do. I hope Xander wins. I mean, he's my favorite golfer, but uh, I just know in the past, you know, you've got to be pretty uh, – got to be pretty accurate with these things, and that's all I've ever seen him do. So, um, you know, it would be cool to see Zander win. But I don't know about you, Tom, I, I kind of like this, like, primetime golf, living on the East Coast, golf happening on the West Coast. Guys teeing <laughs> nice, off at 435 in the cool afternoon <laughs> and, and, and pretty much playing into the evening. So um, that's, that's been fun to watch. Uh, caught some of it the other day at the Indy Card Exchange. Uh, was buying a few cards. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I like it. I like this primetime golf a little bit.
2: Tony Donahue of the Tony T Podcast and uh, the the Fan Place app, the Fans Place app. Sorry, check it out; it's a fun fun little thing. Tony, where can people find your working masterpieces, sir?
3: Yep, you can follow me on Twitter at Tony D Indy. Um We'll have a lot of content coming up this weekend uh, with the Fans Place contest and from Road America. Should be a great weekend. All
2: right, Tony. Thank you. Have a good weekend.
3: All right. Th-
0: The Air National Guard, guarding America, defending freedom.
1: When you don't go to
2: Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like, Swedish techno confusing.
1: Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Ooh. Geico
2: makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to com and you can save money on car insurance.
1: It just makes sense. Unlike... You know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your mood. When you don't go
2: to geico.com, car insurance can be hard. Like early 90s heavy metal
0: hard.
1: I'm yelling! makes it easy. You can review and update your policy or report a claim on
2: geico.com or the geico mobile app. Because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives? I'm not even upset about anything. Morning face. You get it when you don't sleep well. This is what happened to Linda.
1: Oh hi, uh, I' seen on the board. Do you guys have black rifle coffee here?: No, I'm sorry. we only carry good small batch coffee here.: no. Well, it is great small batch coffee. Well, that really can't be unless it's fresh roasted, so I don't, I don't, you know well, it is fresh roasted. I don't, I don't think you know what that means. you know what this is? This is Massalequa piquet, which of course, in the Indonesian like oh, let me finish. You know what actually I'm, I'm just gonna order it They make it fresh and yeah, roasted okay. right. Black rifle coffee It's good don't
2: know much about history Don't know much biology
0: Don't know much about the science book don't know much about the French I took What I do know that I love
2: Mandy! Mandy Pepperidge, well, I haven't seen you since we... Go away. I'm sorry, I can only stay a minute. Let me buy you some lunch. Oh, you've got your lunch. Well, how about some milk? You got your milk, too. Well, can I just massage your thighs while you eat?
1: Do I have to leave? Is this anywhere? So maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this And see what's behind Got no way to prove it So maybe I'm lying.
2: <clears throat> All right, Ed, welcome back to The Balance. My name's Tom Marquis, l Presidente. Thank you very much, Tony Donahue of the Tony D Podcast for uh, joining us. And uh, I I had to catch up with him yesterday uh, to, to to record this. So Record that segment, sorry, sorry. I've got screens popping up everywhere. I hate pop ups. Oh, digress. I digress. Nine one seven eight eighty nine eight five one six. Y'all thank you, Tony, uh, for catching up with us, Tony at the Tony Day Podcast in the Fans Place app. Hey, check that app out. We uh we put it up on Twitter for you to download It's really cool. Um yeah, it's kind of a like Tony said, kind of an alternative fun thing to do, uh uh with betting and so forth. So Thank you Tony for joining him and check out his podcast at tony at the tony B podcast talking about what was going on up in IndyCar up in Elkhart Wisconsin this weekend should be a very very good race thanks for the breakdown on that well here's the thing for the next few i, know, I say thirty minutes or so you've gotten me el presidente on loan from God to uh Let's talk sports. Nine one seven eight eight nine eight five one six is my digits, and uh, we're going to go through. We'll talk about the U.S. Open. We can talk about the MLB. We could talk about, you know, really anything is not is not on is not off track. By the way, NASCAR out in uh, Nashville next week. They are off this weekend. It's. It, it, I mean, used to be they used to run on Father's Day weekend and course made a big thing about it and then they didn't run on mother's day and now they're running on mother's day and not running on father's day i get it i totally get it certainly a lot of fathers inside the nascar circuit and big family good time to to get away uh and uh, you know like we we, we our show's titled uh, a father's day balance because hey we dedicate <laughs> this show to all the fathers out there or future fathers or mothers who are fathers you know there are a lot of uh, mothers who are also fathers. So uh, salute to you as well. Well, we're gonna. I guess we're gonna start off with some fun breaking news, if you will. Well, as you remember, uh, we talked about Bob Huggins on this show with Adam Givotin, our our college football guru, and just uh, other people on the show about him being fired uh, from. Uh, West Virginia for a comment made on a Cincinnati radio station uh, that was, which we will not use, uh, which was very homophobic. We'll just put it that way. Uh, and so he was fired from there. And now the news continues with Bob Huggins. He's arrested on a DUI, a DUI, DUI charge. Uh, continues to be a rough offseason for the Mountaineers. Yay! Eh? See, I've been watching too much uh, too much uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, <laughs> I digress. But I'm I, I'm in I'm in season three now with uh, Ted Lasso, and not all the way through yet. So I won't be able to give any spoilers. I wouldn't do it anyway. But if you've not started watching Ted Lasso, you definitely need to make time to to do that. But yeah, West Virginia as a head basketball or ex head basketball coach, Bob Huggins was arrested on a DUI uh, Friday night in Pittsburgh. Uh, which uh, was reported uh, last last night and is starting to come out everywhere. It looks like it's pretty official. A uh, little information from the official police report. Just before 8.30 p.m., Pittsburgh police from Zone 1 observed a black SUV on Merchant Street off of Bridge Avenue in the middle of the road blocking traffic. The driver's side door was open, and the vehicle had a flat, shredded tire. Officers directed the mail directed the male on how to best move off the road so they could help with the flat tire when they observed him having difficulty maneuvering the SUV to allow vehicles to pass. They activated their lights to pull him over. Upon questioning, officers had strong suspicion to believe that the male was intoxicated. They asked him to exit the vehicle to perform a standard sobriety test, which he failed. The male was placed in custody without incident and transported to for further testing. Bob Huggins arrested for DUI. Sixty-nine years old, from Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, nothing in the wall. Just 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 a layered thing, right? He was released from uh, uh, he, he was released from custody and will appear on a preliminary hearing at a later date. But it, 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 this this is a ghost that's coming to, to haunt him from the past. If you remember, he had a DUI back in two thousand and four, uh, which led to his eventual departure of the University of Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, he, uh, we'll, we're still yet to, to see who's going to be the new uh, head basketball coach of uh, the West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh, but it's been quite the offseason uh, for the ex-head coach. And, uh, you know, when, when he gets a job, we would assume that he will. Um, he's he's still going to be suspended for the first three games of the 23 20, season. You of course again going back to following his remarks on Cincinnati radio station uh, back in May where we referred to Xavier fans as Catholic F. We will not use the word, uh, but uh, yeah. So you know hopefully things can get to because he is a Hall of Fame coach. I mean let's let's give him credit where credits due. He's a great coach and has 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 lots of acclimates under that umbrella. But you know sometimes luck bad luck. Bad, uh juju, bad car uh karma, whatever, follows a person around. So hopefully uh things get together for him. But yeah, Bob Huggins arrested for DUI. UI. Uh that's breaking news. It's actually just coming off the off the press, as we used to say back when I in my days in radio, uh it was uh, the, the A P wire press. <laughs> I'm old, I know. I'm showing my age. I remember as a kid, I used to go to the radio station with my father, and part of what I did when I was there was I'd pull the stories off the AP wire, and it, the AP wire is like a giant fax machine with the perforated edges between the stories, and it and it made it. So that used to be the saying, you know, back at, you know when breaking news, hot off the presses. That's what that meant. That's what we called it. Actually that we could we could track that back a little bit further even, you know, when how people got the news was for, from the newspapers and they would be the one to go to the uh press and presses and print out uh, fresh newspapers on breaking news. So it really goes a little bit further than that. I know I digress. Nine one seven eighty nine eighty five one six are digits. Well, like I said, NASCAR is uh off this weekend celebrating Father's Day and so so is Steve and happy Father's Day to him if you're listening. I know he'll be flying to Nashville uh, next week and that will be where we pick up Nascar again. And you know what's coming up soon is they're gonna be for the first time they're gonna be racing in Chicago, in the streets of Chicago. That should be exciting. And you know, uh Chicago's not that far from where we are here located High atop the Balance Studios in the west suburbs of Indianapolis. Uh that would be fun to go to guys. Uh, I don't think we're going to be able to get there this year, but I may, maybe next year or something. So that's a good idea. So here's, here's where we're at. You know, it's it's uh, kind of uh, – we're getting close to the playoff season. That, uh, next uh, next week, I like just said, they'll be in Nashville. So after 16 races, the NASCAR All-Star race and preseason, Bush, Clash, Cup Series, drivers finally get time to rest. I like said, they're off this weekend. Uh, but uh, – there's some struggling drivers out there and you know i you know i i look at i look at Chase Elliott i mean he had the the uh, snowboarding accident which you know one could say he shouldn't have been on the snowboard during the season but that's not, neither here nor there nascar gave him uh, the medical waiver when he came back and then he got into an issue with purposely wrecking Denny Hamlin which got him suspended for a race. Now he has to pretty much win it all. I mean, he has to win through, at least through the next couple of races. I would think, and I, I've got to, I'll, I'll consult with Steve on the actual math of this, but I would think that um, he's not going to get in the playoffs. And that sucks, because, you know, he is a really, really good driver. Uh, but, you know, Maybe this this little break for him and other struggling drivers will be a a welcome moment, uh, allowing some teams to uh, reassess and recalibrate, if you will. Uh, I mean, and I guess for other teams though, you look at it like this: Hey, we got some momentum. Let's keep it going. Uh, so it kind of it kind of temporary halts the momentum that they had built up for the first half of the season. Uh, but great race out of the moment. So we're gonna pick back up with NASCAR next week, uh, and you know we'll we'll see what, what what's going on. You know, one of the things that you know I was just talking about with Chase Elliott, you know he's he's got to he, he's got to get a win, at least one win. I would say two wins. And Nashville and uh, Nashville and Chicago both both play into that. Uh, so. And you know, here we are talking about drivers retiring. You know, yeah, Kevin Harvick's uh, making his final uh, retirement lap before he goes in the booth. But another one that's kind of at the crossroads and are, are we going to see Martin Truex Jr.? Because uh, he's kind of contemplating retirement. I think after the last uh, few races, I think Toyota would want them to him to stick around for a little bit. Uh, but you know, rumor has it that he's. He's next on the retirement rotation, if you will. And uh, so he's, he's contemplating it. We, we don't – I mean, of course, he had a winless season in 2022. Uh, that was the first time that had ever happened since 2014 where it, when he failed to reach victory lane. Uh, so, you know, he's got, he's got some wins, obviously, this, this year. So Truex scored his second victory of the season last weekend in Sonoma and surged into the points lead. Uh, making it clear that last year was an anomaly. Uh, two of Joe Gibbs uh, Racing teammates, Denny Hamlin and Christopher Bell, each have a victory, well, putting the three uh, JGR drivers solidly in the playoff contention. But does uh, Martin Truex, does he stay or does he go bye bye? <laughs> uh, like you know, like we said, Kevin Harvick did a, a opt for retirement with the 2014 Series Championship, announcing in 20 this year that he'll this will be his last. Uh, his last season, obviously going in into the the, the booth. So farewell to old Kevin Harvick. He's been around for a long time. He has been around for a long time. You know, another driver, and we're talking about having momentum. And Ross Chastain has been in the center of attention for better or for worse, I guess, or good or good, good, bad or indifferent. Uh, when he broke uh, through the new ha- track house racing with two victories, and we haven't talked a lot about uh, track house uh, this year. I like truck truck house and really enjoyed uh, watching them during uh, the uh, race to the championship series. Hopefully, they'll bring that back this next next year this for next season. Uh, but you know, he's he's an up and coming driver. A lot of momentum along the way. Chastain has won over a multitude of uh, fans, and uh, you know, I, I don't have to say I'm one of those fans. I, at first, I was like, I really didn't know who Ross Chastain was and then did get uh, a chance to see that uh, reach the championship. And they did a lot of behind the scenes uh, stories and he, they did one on him. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see there, but, you know, up, up and coming, but I, I guess I said all that to say, Hey, we're, we're lining up for the playoffs and uh, I know we get some other topics here on in, in just a moment here, but we got, 16 drivers that will make a you know the 10 race playoffs and a win can lock a driver in presuming well presuming there you go that's the key word in racing presuming there aren't more than 16 winners in the first 26 races 10 different winners throughout the first 16 races and while it's possible anything's possible they say anything can happen at any time right that you know, seven of the of the new winners will emerge in the next ten races. Um, it's a good bet, I guess. I'm I'm, I'm kind of a high roller now. I'm rolling up to five dollars a driver. right? come on. I'm, I'm Vegas is calling. It's calling me, saying, "Hey, who should I?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a good bet that any driver that it currently has a win will be racing for a championship. A win is not the only way to reach the playoffs, however. But you gotta point your way in. I mean, and going back to Chase Elliott, I know that's I'm I'm I am i am can not let let go of that story today. But he can't. He doesn't have enough points to point his way in. Um, and I, I guess I still go back to he would have had one extra race had he not got suspended for his actions against Denny Hamlin. Um, if there are fewer than sixteen winners, then the top winless drivers in the standings would also secure a postseason. So there's there's still a, a an option, still a way. But you know, you, typically I would be running these scenarios through uh, Steve Wilson, editor-in-chief of Speedway Digest and our official uh, NASCAR contributor. But here are the top 16 drivers in the standings through the first 16 races. Uh, so, go through this here real quick. Martin Truex Jr., he's had two wins. William Byron, he's had three wins. Ryan he's had one win. Uh, and then we've got these win, winless – we've got a few winless uh, drivers as well. Ross Chastain, Kevin Harvick, uh Kyle Bush. Well, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Kyle Busch has had three wins. Christopher Bell's had one. Denny Hamlin's had one. Joey Long had one. Kyle Larson's had two. Chris Bushers had zero. Brad Leco- – Brad- Koloski, big K, uh, has had zero. He hasn't had a win in a while. Tyler Reddick has only had one. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has one. Obviously, the granddaddy of them all, the Daytona five, uh, 500. And then Bubba Wallace has zero, and Alex Bowman has zero. Those, those are your 16 drivers in the standings that you know, if the playoffs were to start now, they would be, they would be your, your driver, you know. And see, I, I guess this go, I go. I will say one more time: Chase Elliott should be there. It's his own demise, if you will, why he's nowhere to be found in the top sixteen. He's one of the most popular drivers. Uh, again, snowboarding accident, missed, missed like six races. Uh, two months after returned, uh, NASCAR suspended Elliott. Those are all. Things that I feel like were in his control, it, you know. It, there's just certain certain things you shouldn't do. You shouldn't do. And I, I say this when they when they go and and they they run the dirt track races and stuff like that that we love to watch. Cal, Kyle Larson is is one of the ones that does it the most. You know, see, he races in a lot of different series of events, but I guess the things that can happen. So. I'm done with Chase Elliott for the day. All right, I am done with Chase Elliott for the day. Uh, of course, you know, I gotta have something to talk about when Steve's not here, I'm trying to trying to run it running on my own. I'm I'm on loan from God, thank God. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do love me some golf. You know, and I I got some new golf clubs. Melissa uh, got me some new golf clubs, and I there's. They're still sitting here in the balance studio. I need to get out there and play me some golf. But there's some good golfers on the, you know, you've got your, you got your Kentucky Derby in the, in the, in the triple crown. And then you've got, you know, uh, the majors with golf and the masters being one of them. And the next biggest other one might be the, uh, the one they, they, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, British Open, I think it's called the British Open. Anyway, there's that big one, but then the biggest one here in the U.S. is obviously the U.S. Open. It came off the, the Canadian Open last week, uh, and uh, what a what a win it was for the Canadian to win for the first time in a long time. Uh, but it was like it was a 172 foot or 72 foot putt uphill uh, that that got him got him the win. But they're going to be in Los Angeles at the Los Angeles Country Club, and uh, You know, they started on Thursday. The final round is tomorrow. Uh, The U.S. Open, third major of the 2023 golf season. So I'm going to be putting some money down on that uh, this weekend. You know, I I, I say it's a crapshoot, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's kind of hard. I was talking to some people who are really in the know when it comes to golf, and it's kind of hard to gauge uh, what can happen at this golf course because they've never – they haven't ran it. They haven't not played at uh, the Open at this golf course in many, many, many de- decades. So they don't have the data that they have with, like, the Masters and some of the other courses. Uh, so would it will be at the Los Angeles uh, Country Club, uh, obviously, with the city of uh, of LA hosting a major championship for the first time in 75 years. Uh, history has already been made with 36 holes left to play. Ricky Fowler is set. The U.S. opened a 36th uh, hole-scoring record at 130 and 18 birdies, which is four off the weekend event record for an entire tournament. His, his 62nd on, on Thursday matched by Xavier Schoffler. And I said that name wrong, and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Ricky Fowler, he's on top. I mean, a lot of people are liking him. Uh, I would say if we, if we were going to – uh right now say, hey, let's let's put some money down, five dollars on Ricky Feller, that would be a safe bet. That'd be a good bet. Um, you know. And then you got Wy- Wyndham Clark. There's another one. Rory McIlroy can never uh, go against him. Uh, you know, a again Xander Schaffnel. I'm gonna get that right. Xander Schaftnel <laughs> But I mean it could be different. We, we we're gonna take a deep hard look at uh you know, who to put uh, our money on in the uh, uh U.S. Open out in Los Angeles. You know, Phil Milkeson, Jordan Spieth. I mean, that, Jordan Spieth, we haven't really talked about him much this year. Uh Of course, Justin Thomas, Justin Rose, Adam Scott, Stuart Kink. All of those are, are ones. But I, right now, I'm liking me uh, some Ricky Fowler. I'm liking me some... uh Ricky on the, a little Ricky on the Fowler, shrimp on the Bobby, little Ricky on the Fowler. See what I did there? <laughs> 917-889-8516 with our digits. Uh, uh, you know, take a moment here just to tell you guys, hey, thanks for listening to us here. If you're listening to me now on the podcast, uh, this is our live show. We, unlike you've heard me say this before, but unlike other podcasts that are out there, all good and in, in, in their own right, uh, but uh, you know they edit they go through a process and so you don't always hear a lot of things that are you know on the show us we're a live show as soon as that as soon as we drop the the uh, chicken flag of this uh, show today uh, within about 10 minutes or so it'll be dropped all across the platforms of where you might be listening to us now apple podcast stitcher tune in Really, if you go to your podcast platform, search The Balance, it's right there. It's a little uh, – uh, our logo's on there with the uh, the balance of justice, if you will. <laughs> and, man, you know what? We're going on 15 years doing this show. Wow. That's, that's kind of crazy. Um, but love it. Loved every minute of it. And so we appreciate you. Uh, so – let us know how awesome you are. We know how awesome we are. Just hit the little subscribe button on the on the old thumbs up on the app there, and, and then you'll get notified every time that we drop a pod. And then you go, gotta drop everything, get over and hear what El Presidente talking about his crew. <laughs> and you know, certainly follow us on the, on the Twitter world. We we're on there a lot. We post a lot on there, and we always try to post updates on races and, you know, things that are happening in, in the sporting world as they happen. We just retweeted that that came out with Bob Huggins, so that's up there. So we got a lot of content on there, and make sure you're also checking this out on the World Wide Web. On BalancedSportsCast.com, we always have a plethora of information on there, and we have some sponsorship opportunities available. So if that's something that you'd like to be a part of, we we would love to uh, talk with you about that. Uh, and that's uh, com. Well, you know, we are in the middle, in the midst of the MLB. And so uh, kind of go through, you know, what what's happening in the MLB, if you will today uh a lot of good games going on today. I think I'm going to probably put some money on the on the uh uh baseball today. Yeah, I'm a high roller that's right. these draftkings um, so my cardinals, my Redbirds are at the new York Mets um so we'll see i'm I've been on a struggle bus with my cardinals this year. Somebody help me. It's Adam Wainwright's uh, last uh, season, uh, so they're on with the Mets, uh, who just finished up the Subway Series. So uh, we'll see what happens there. We got the Yankees and the Boston Red Sox. Now it, I don't care if you're a mediocre or a not a baseball fan. That's a rivalry that goes way back, way back, way back, even further than the the Cardinals and the Cubs. The New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox. <laughs> Well, there's a topic I wasn't expecting to talk about today. (laughs) Red Sox. And there's been all kinds of bad blood between them over the years. So anytime you've got an opportunity to watch a little uh, Saturday baseball, Yankees and the Red Sox are a good one to go with. And I I mean, this is, like I said, historic rivalry in baseball. So, you know, all holds off. So, I mean, I I would probably – not bet against Aaron Judge, but we don't know. You know Brian Bellow with the with the Red Sox uh, will face the Yankees offense that ha- has struggled against Boston. So there is that historic precedent where the Yankees do struggle against the Boston Red Sox. So uh, I mean, I, I would probably go with the Red Sox on, on today's on today's bets. but we'll see. We shall see, right? <laughs> we shall see. So, you know, it, the NFL are still in their OTAs and finishing up that, so, you know, we're, we're going to get full season into that coming up here uh, in the next few months, and we're going to really be talking deep into our uh, NFL, obviously our official uh, uh, NFL contributor, Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and SI.com, will always be on standby for us to break down everything, but... Most of the NFL's uh, off seasons, uh, many camps are, are done and over with by now, and so we have takeaways, you know, um, over the NFL season. One of the takeaways that we, we we talk about here in Indianapolis, where we're located at, uh, is and, and is Anthony Richardson. Is he going to be ready to play? Is he is he going to go game one? And, and I'm and I'm under the camp where. I say let's just see. Let's 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 not throw him out there right away. Now I know everybody's so anxious and, and like, hey, we we as a Colts fan, we deserve to see our quarterback. I don't deny you that. I don't. My fear is on my over conservative side of me. If we rush this and he gets hurt, did we solve any problems? Now, from what I've heard, he's he's had some good. Uh, good uh, mini camps and that sort of stuff. So I, I, I'm not saying let's let's wait, set him six games, but let's let's give him a few games. Let's we'll see how he does. Uh, you know that would be that's going to be the telltale for me. How does Anthony Richardson do in the preseason starts? Let's we'll see how he does there. Now, granted, preseason doesn't count for anything, but let's see how he does does there. I still say let's wait till week three. That's that's me, but. You know, take it for what it's worth. The NFL season, to the degree in which it exists, for all intents, purposes
1: are, are, are
2: over the last two dozen mandatory mini camps, including this week. So some takeaways uh, that we'll see. Uh, uh, pending freeway agencies, we've got that going on. It's rare for big names to shake, shake loose so late in the spring. But you're know, Dalvin Cook, do we know where he's going yet? I, we think Miami, but we don't know. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins re- recently became available. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's those guys, there's Javelin Kleene, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliot, Leonard Forte, Robbie Golds. Uh, the running backs are, are like shaking the tree. Jonathan Taylor was one of them here in Indianapolis and he's one of the best. And, uh, so we'll see what kind of contract issues and all that. And this, you've got the contract drama. <laughs> Joe Burrow, you know, he's going to be the next highest paid. It's just going to be highest paid quarterback, highest paid quarterback, highest paid quarterback. Uh, but uh, Joe Burrow's next in line to get his contract. Uh, and then Justin Her- Herbert of the, the Chargers. Uh, so, and and then the Shaquan Barkley has been a franchise tag by the Giants. Josh Jacobs by the uh, the Raiders, uh, Chris Jones, Kansas City Chiefs. So we're going to have a lot of contract drama, a lot of contract drama, quarterback drama, a quarterback drama in San Francisco, Brock Purdy, Baker Mayfield down in Tampa Bay, Sam Howell down in Washington, uh, all uh, quarterbacks to take a look at. All free agency is going on so we'll see we'll see it is father's day and i hope that you guys enjoy i i don't know if you're going to be doing any anything here's here's what my father's day weekend tonight today i am both of my kids are they're grown and they live out of state so they're not i'm not going to be able to see them probably got to call them or FaceTime them or or something uh, along those those lines but uh yeah, if you have your father, you know, tell him happy happy Father's Day. I'm gonna I'm gonna grill a a butt today. I'm gonna make some pulled pork and we're gonna have all the fixings with that. And then tomorrow, Melissa and my best friend Gina, we're gonna go to uh, Twin Peaks, uh, just out in the outside of Indianapolis, in the south suburbs. It's just recently opened, so we're gonna go uh, enjoy some food and drink there, and uh, you know, just kind of take it take it easy for out the rest of the, of the day. Uh, yeah. So make sure you're, you're safe and drive safe and, you know, do all of that stuff, but enjoy some time with your father. Uh, if you're with your, if you, if you're a grandfather like mine, you know, you've got your, uh, your father who, uh, uh, your son, who's a father. Sorry. What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? My name is Tom Marcus, El Presidente, and uh, I don't have my father, but I'm going to leave honoring him in a, in a uh, he liked the old spaghetti westerns. And so uh, we're going to close out honoring uh, my father, uh, but I uh, hope you guys have a great Father's Day weekend. My name is Tom Marquez, El Presidente. Don't drink and drive it not cool. I'm out of here. Deuces.